and good morning again and praise the Lord. Good morning, Sound Gospel Radio. Good morning and praise the Lord. We are back here at Sound Gospel Radio. Well, we're back here. We've been here. We ain't going nowhere. We're back for another segment. We're back for another time. We're back here at 7 a.m. for a fresh wind. And we appreciate every single one of you that tune in throughout the day. Tune in every day. Tune in throughout the week. And we thank God for you. We thank God for you. And we appreciate you. And I bless God for all the things that he's doing. Listen, y'all, we are doing a purpose-driven life. Um, for 21 days, and, and we're going to see what the Lord's going to do as these days continue. But uh, Sound Gospel Radio, we are on consecration. Yes, we are. We're consecrating our lives into the Lord with prayer, with consecration, with fasting, staying away from certain things. And, you know, I realized <laughs> I haven't watched actual TV in a while. We've been watching my wife and I. And mind you, we didn't set it like that. We just, it just happened to happen. Where we were, you know, we're watching, you know, different prayer services, and, uh, different preaching and sermons and, you know, just enriching our spirit. But I do thank the Lord for his word. I thank the Lord for his goodness and his mercy towards us. That is not just for us to do this just for the first 21 days. And like I said, I quoted uh, the woman of God the uh, earlier. I believe I said it earlier today is we're doing 365 days of faith. And I love that. I love that statement. I love that statement. 365 days of faith. Amen. So these first 21 days were given to the Lord, but not just the 21 days. There's so much more we want to give our lives. And even as we talk about this book, uh, it really shows you what we're doing with our lives when it comes to the Lord. Amen. And um, so again, I shared it before on this Friday. We have our book club and we're excited about that. We're looking forward to that. And um, thank God for those that have attended so far. And I did receive a message from our staff. We got an email. Um, they sent me, made sure I saw it this morning um, from our staff. Someone had emailed us asking us about um, for the book club. Right now, the book club is um, uh, on Zoom. So we're doing video and the question had came in. I think they um, I read the email right that they sent me from the staff because I thank God I'll say this I thank God for Sound Gospel Radio staff our executive board our advisory board that look out for us and make sure our P's and Q's are on but they were asking us if the um, book club was on phone call I believe and we're, we're, we're getting there so continue to pray for us but right now we're we're enjoying the fellowship of seeing each other and looking at each other and those that are in the book club if you can hear me if there needs to be an adjustment for you you can reach out to us uh, and let us know. But um, outside of that, right now, it's generally for a video. And we thank God for on Zoom. And again, it's a private Zoom. I told you all before we can lock the room. Uh, we have it. We are screening who's coming in. So it was very private session. We're very funny about that. And although we did the commercial last week, we asked the permission of those that were watching us, excuse me, of those that were with us that night to um, to take permission into recording their um the testimony. Amen. So outside of that, there's no recording. There's no none of that. We're just enjoying each other in this conversation. So in this reading of Purpose Driven Life, um, we're at day 12. Oh, my goodness. We're at day 12 because it's Thursday. So we're at day 12. And I want to track back real quick because we left off at day nine. I believe we left off at day nine. Let me make sure I got my dates 
together. Yes, Monday was the ninth. Come on, Nathan, you got it. So we left off at day nine. So I'm going to just track back from day 10, 11, and we're ending 12 and still keep this at a good time. So day 10, and again, I'm not going to talk about everything that's in the book. I'm only sharing bits, bits and pieces to encourage you to still jump on in. I talked to someone the other day and they said, hey, I'm jumping in and I did see uh, someone did sign up again for it and we thank God for that person. Okay, microphone, get loose here. Okay, and that person, uh, someone else did sign up because they heard the great things about the book club and I told them you gotta catch up now. You can't just roll up in there and just, just sit there and just act like you know what you're talking about. Uh, we're, we're very serious about this. This is an assignment from the Lord. But day 10, day 10, talked about the heart of worship. Mm, the heart of worship. I got a text message about uh, these last couple of days. And he said, oh, my goodness, if I can. The, 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 this book has really been a blessing to all of us. Amen. But it says about the heart of worship is surrender. Y'all surrender is an unpopular word. People don't like the word surrender. I'm a different person because I've been a servant leader and I've been a servant for all of my life. And then as I began to lead in ministry, I became a servant leader. So surrendering and servanthood is something I got used to. But many people are not used to the word. Many people don't like the word, let alone like the word to submit. And submission is difficult sometimes when you don't care too much for the person that's in charge or uh, whether it's a boss or something. So I can agree with that, that submission is hard. But when we hear that word submission or we hear that word uh, surrender, it becomes a very difficult piece to do, especially with anybody, let alone with the Lord. And so the book talks about the importance of surrendering to the Lord and, and, and submitting uh, to his wills and his ways and, and, uh, you know, admitting our limitations and knowing that we ain't got it all together. And so uh, day 10 stood out to me because it says here, we aren't God and never will be. Hear me purpose driven life by pastor Rick Warren day 10. I can't tell it all, but I'm going to give you my little highlights for fresh wind. We aren't God and never will be. We are humans. And listen here, y'all. It is when we try to be God that we end up most like Satan who desired the same thing. Read your scripture. Satan wanted to be God. He wanted people to bow down to him and worship him. So we aren't God and we never will be. And it's when we we are humans and it is when we try to be God that we end up most like Satan. When we try to now we're going to be like him. We can be like him, but we can't be him. And let me clear that because y'all like to y'all like to uh, send text messages and emails. No, we can be like him, but we'll never be him. Amen. All right. Surrendering is best demonstrated in obedience, y'all. Oh, the next few chapters talk the great lengths and breaths of obedience. Surrendering is best demonstrated in obedience. Surrender people, obey God's word, even if it doesn't make sense. He talks about so many people in the Bible. In this book, he he hones in on Noah. Noah never saw rain. The people around him never saw rain. And let alone God told Noah it was going to rain. That water was going to come from the sky and told him to build a boat, showed him how to build it, told him what to do. And instead of him just questioning it, like Gideon did, <laughs> Noah followed the instruction and obeyed immediately. And the Lord was pleased with him. And so just so much more I can share with that. But I'll say this because I have my fresh wind notes. 
Uh, it talks about the best way to live. And so every, everybody eventually surrenders to something or someone. Everybody eventually surrenders to something or someone. If not to God, you will surrender to the opinions or expectations of others, to money, to resentment, to fear, or to your own pride or lust or ego. You were designed to worship God. Oh my goodness. And if you fail to worship him, you will create other things to give your life to. And guess what? That's idols, y'all. You are free to choose what you surrender to, but you are not free from the consequences of that choice. Remember that you are free to choose what you surrender to, but you're not free from the consequences of that choice. And I preached a message years ago and I might bring it back for fresh wind is sometimes I have to suffer the consequences. Sometimes I have to suffer the consequences. And can you imagine if I follow the word of God and stay obedient to the wills and the way of God that, that I have to suffer his consequences, health, wealth, blessings, prosperity. Oh my goodness. Oh, I got to bring that message back. I got to go to the archives. Anyway, I also want to share with you that the problem, <laughs> The Bible talks about us being a living sacrifice and how we need to be obedient and surrender. But guess what? The problem about a living sacrifice, think about it, think about it. If, if, think about back in the Old Testament when they put a sacrifice on the altar and it was still alive. It can crawl away. <laughs> so think about it. The problem with a living sacrifice is that it can crawl off the altar. So you may have to re-surrender your life 50 times a day. Because the Bible says that you present our bodies as a living sacrifice, not a dead one. We're alive, we're breathing, and we make ourselves a sacrifice unto God. And since we're a living sacrifice, uh, we may have to die daily. We have to continue to remind ourselves we're a sacrifice. All right. Chapter 11 talks about becoming friends with God. Oh, my Lord. God wants to be your best friend. Yes. He gets very deep in that and he talks about how God wants to be your best friend. And one of the ways of being a friend with God and being a best friend with God is through constant conversation. You will never grow a close relationship with God by just attending church once a week, listening to Sound Gospel Radio, or even having daily quiet time. But friendship with God is built by sharing all of your life's experiences with him. Need you to understand that spending spending time with the Lord and our friendship is 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 built by sharing all of our life's experiences with the Lord. Mm. Mm. The key to friendship with God, he said, is not changing. It's not changing what you do, but changing your attitude towards what you do. Oh my goodness. Even in the garden of Eden, worship was not an event to attend, but a perpetual attitude. Adam and Eve, they were in constant communion with God. Okay. So listen to this. I, I, I'm a musician. So this stuck out to me. Practicing the presence of God is a skill. 
It's a habit you can develop just as musicians practice scales every day in order to play beautiful music with ease. You must force yourself to think about God at different times in your day. So you must train your mind to remember God. Again, I'm giving you nuggets and pieces because uh, he gets more deeper in this in the book. But we have to practice that, y'all. It is a skill. How we become friends with God and stay close to God is through continual meditation. When you think about a problem over and over and over again in your mind, that's called worry. When you think about God's word over and over and over again in your mind, it's meditation. So guess what, y'all? If you know how to worry, you already know how to meditate. If you know how to worry, you already know how to meditate. <laughs> and so we thank God for prayer. Prayer is essential. Prayer is important. Prayer lets you speak to God. Prayer lets you speak to God. Meditation lets let God speak to you. I'll say it again. Prayer lets you speak to God. Meditation lets it lets God speak to you. That's why many times, even on our prayer session, I'll pause and worship. And the Lord begin to speak to me, whether it's word of knowledge or whatever the case may be. The Lord begin to speak and I begin to say with us, save the Lord, because he's speaking back to me. All right. We reached today being January the 12th. 2023. And so we're looking at day 12, which is developing your friendship with God. Again, I'm living a purpose driven life these 21 days and we want to develop, uh, developing our friendship with God. You are as close to God as you choose to be. Y'all hear me? Anybody hear me today? You are as close to God as you choose to be. Like any friendship, you must work at developing your friendship with God. It won't happen by accident. It takes desire, time, and energy. If you want a deeper, more intimate connection with God, you must learn to honestly share your feelings with him. Trust him when he asks you to do something. Learn to care about what he cares about and desire his friendship more than any anything else. Wow. Somebody say, speak Holy Spirit. Ugh. And so people think that what we do when we have this relationship with God, did you know that unbelievers often think that Christians obey out of obligation or guilt or fear of punishment, but it's the opposite. But the opposite is true because we have been forgiven and set free. We obey out of love and our obedience brings great joy. I read that again. Purpose driven life. Y'all unbelievers often think that Christians obey out of obligation or guilt or fear of punishment. But the opposite is true because we have been forgiven and set free. We obey out of love and our obedience brings great joy. Listen, y'all, we are often challenged to do great things for God, but actually we learn that God is more pleased when we do small things for him out of loving obedience. Hallelujah. They may, they may be unnoticed by others, but God noticed this. He noticed them. He noticed them all and considered them acts of worship. Yes, I got tongue tied. I think the tongues wanted to come out. He, na, 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 na. 
Glory to God. But guess what? God noticed them all and considered them acts of worship. So think about this. Now, and I, we're probably laying here in a moment. Jesus began his public ministry at the age of 30 by being baptized by John. But at that event, God spoke from heaven and said, this is my beloved son. And I am fully pleased with him. But listen here. What what had Jesus been doing for 30 years that gave God so much pleasure? The Bible says nothing about those hitting years except for a single phrase in Luke chapter 2, verse 51. It says he went back to Nazareth with them and lived obediently with them. That was read out of the message translation. 30 years of pleasing God were summed up into two words that he lived obediently. Huh? He lived obediently. What does God care about most? What does God care about most? Guess what he cares about? He cares about the redemption of his people. He wants all his lost children to be found. That's the whole reason Jesus came to earth. The dearest thing to the heart of God is the death of his son. I'll say it again. The dearest thing to the heart of God is the death of his son. But guess what, y'all? The second dearest thing is when his children share that news with others. When we begin to share about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, Oh, we realize that's what God cares about most. So to be a friend of God is mean that you care about all the people around you and who God cares about. And so friends of God tell their friends about God. So the act of obedience by not just living holy, but by sharing the gospel with our lifestyle, by sharing the gospel in random conversation, there's so many different ways to slide in the goodness of God. I do it even in business. I tell people, listen, I talk to different uh, uh, partners that they're going through and I have a way of sliding God in there. Hey man, I just tell you, if it wasn't for my faith in God, I would have cussed this person out. Man, if it wasn't for my belief in God, if God, man, God has been so good to me. I get to share it and let them know my faith and God and that he's real. Well, we'll end it back here again. The truth is you are as close to God as you choose to be. Intimate friendship with God is a choice. It's not an accident. You must intentionally seek it. The question is, do you really want it more than anything? What is it worth to you? Is it worth giving up other things? Is it worth the effort of developing the habits and skills required? You are close to God. You are as close to God as you choose to be. That's how the chapter started. And that's how the chapter ended. You are as close to God as you choose to be. And we have to choose obedience. We have to choose Submission with the choose surrendering, but I want you to know you all there's so many great benefits of following God. Oh my goodness, the road gets rough and the going gets tough, and the hills are hard to climb. But the songwriter says, I started out a long time ago, and there is no doubt in my mind that I decided to make Jesus 
my choice. Why? Because I see the results. I see he's a prayer answer and healing, wonderful, kind, great, listening, huh? considerate savior. And because he's all those things and more, he's worth the trip. He's worth the ride. He's worth the journey. He's worth the lifetime. He's worth the experience. It's time to live a purpose-driven life. It's time to live a purpose-driven life. People of God, we thank you every time we get together for these segments. I don't know if you enjoyed them, but I enjoyed coming with you. And I always continue like to hear from you all because we want to know, hey, is, is fresh wind a blessing? Is the prayer a blessing? We like to continue to know. Amen. Because y'all know me in a heartbeat, not in a heartbeat, but... <laughs> Ooh, y'all come back one Thursday morning and say, well, where is he? What happened? I said, well, the listeners, they, they, they weren't saying anything. And so I guess, uh, I guess it was time to move on to another program. And guess what? And I do believe in that. I do believe in keeping our radio station fresh. And that's what we're still working on. We're still working on behind the scenes. We have some fresh things we're going to be sharing with you real, real soon. You can ask some of my executive board and advisory members. They know it. They've seen some of the stuff that we're doing already. So if Fresh Wind needs to be uh, tweaked, let us know. But if you're enjoying these Mondays and Thursdays and you you think we need to keep going, I would love to hear from you. But listen, y'all, God wants us to live a purpose-driven life. He wants us to do what he needs us to do in the kingdom because he has need of you. God has need of me. God has need of you. God wants you. He loves you. And he wants to use you for his total glory. All right. All right, y'all. It's Thursday. Y'all know how we do it on Thursdays. You can meet us tonight at 8 p.m. for our talk show. Let's talk about it. We will be live on the station so you can tune in tonight or uh, find us on our social media as well. And those can still be a part of our book club. All we ask for you is just to catch up with the chapters that we read already. So you can sign up on our website, soundgospelradio.com and join our book club and read along with us and be a part of that um, fellowship. So get some, listen, y'all, we're, we're building hope. We're transforming lives 24-7. Again, I'll say it one more time for the Holy Ghost. We're building hope. We're transforming lives 24-7. Sound Gospel Radio. Keep it locked here at Sound Gospel Radio. God bless y'all and happy Thursday.